Well, happy Wednesday to everybody. Actually, it's technically not Wednesday for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to the JSM Podcast, where we desire to see everyone living in a healthy relationship with the Lord and with each other. Welcome to episode I don't even know anymore. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about, um, we're going to continue our series 2355, and we're going to be talking about what um, we like to say a real prayer life looks like, but more tangibly, like realistic, um, because I think a lot of people wonder like, okay, what does this really look like? You know, a real human who doesn't live in some monastery somewhere. Right. (laughs) So I'm Joanna. I'm here with my amazing, she's like right hand, left hand, all the things, um, president of the ministry, executive director, Cassandra. Um, I'm super excited that we're doing this together. It was fun. Yes, I am too. Um, very much enjoying it. So, um, so yeah, real prayer life. I, and I think, I think it's important for people because I think a lot of times people who teach about a prayer life don't live a real life. Like, um, of like what that looks like where somebody who, you know, cause oftentimes we hear Brad, we hear a pastor teaches on it. Who's whole, you know, they're not going to a job, the normal day to day stuff. Um, and, and really understanding, you know, what does it look like for a mom, a grandmother, a person who goes to work every day, a father, you know, like what does it look like for all these people who don't get to live in a quiet monastery with no humans who can, you know, try and tell me what a holy life looks like. And you're like, but you ain't sitting in traffic. And I don't think you understand (laughs) what, what reality is for like the rest of us. And so, um, so that's where our heart is today is to kind of create that, like to kind of release and give some freedom to, um, living that life and, and stepping out, um, into like taking God into the everyday in the real thing. And it also makes me excited because, you know, we keep referring back to it, but right now we're going through the Psalms with David and seeing David's life who, um, you know, starts out as this warrior and fighter and becomes King and he's still a fighter and doing all these things. But we see this man who's, you know, we've called a man's man who's like out there and has this like deep walk with God and spends time. The dude writes music, like he's writing and singing and yeah. And he's, um, and doing all these things. And so, and I love that. I'm always so thankful for the Psalms and the life of David because we get to see that. And so I know for me and for you, I'm sure as well, my prayer life has grown through the years as I've grown in my walk with the Lord as I've gotten closer and it looks very different now than it did years and years ago. Um, and I think so much of, for me, it was like this idea when I started out, like that you had to spend so many hours and read so many chapters and like do all this stuff that I think, I think I broke from the mold a long time ago because I know for me, like during the years of staying home as a mom, like it was, it was prayer or sleep. And I chose sleep (laughs) because I had a bunch of small humans that I had to keep alive and like, and still be nice to. And so we needed sleep. Yes. And so our prayer time looked very different during that time. Well, and I think a lot of times people do, um, 
feel maybe some condemnation when they hear teachings about prayer and prayer life, even though it's it's not meant to be condemning. I think we condemn mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. Uh, because we're not meeting up to some sort of standard that yeah. we have set. You know, if if the lady who sits on the pew next to us prays from three o'clock to six o'clock every morning, that's great. But that doesn't mean that's our standard. Right. And that's not where, and I know we, we've already done um, a course where we really dove into this. And so today we're just talking about, you know, what we call the five minutes, like the pausing, what does that um, look like? And for some of it's, it's five. And for some of us, it's 360 minutes, but I'm talking about just the starting place. And each one of us are, um, can find ourselves in different seasons. I know for me, you know, as we were brainstorming, um, this podcast is, you know, I know for me, a lot of it at one time used to be at night. Like that was really the time that I got to really just like slow down and focus and spend time. Um, and then there was a season where it was in the middle of the day during nap time was when I got to spend that time. And now in this season, it's in the morning. And I was never a morning person before, but (laughs) now like I'm up before you and a lot of people and, and that's when I spend my time. And so, so one of the things, you know, as we were brainstorming and I was talking about that, I feel like is really important is most people ask, well, why does it matter? Why does it matter to have time that we slow down? You know, cause everybody's like, well, there's a lot of things I got to do and da, 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 you know? And so it's like, as a counselor, I'm like, there's a lot of benefits, you know? Um, cause I know for me that time when I slow down is when I like to spend time connecting with the Lord and allowing all of my thoughts to kind of come in and catch up with me and bring them, you know, before God and connecting with the Lord and like my worries about my kids or about my business or different things that are going on in my life or personally things that I'm experiencing inside. Like that's my time when I allow my brain to slow down, but also I'm connecting with the Lord and like just receiving. And it's so important for us to hedge out time in our lives where I say we allow our brain and everything to catch up with us and just be and, and work through things and process through stuff And so that prayer time isn't about how many verses you read or how much of a book you get through, but it's really about like slowing down and really connecting with the Lord face to face. And like having that time with him is really, really important. And that may look different from day to day. Yes. Um, Some days when you sit down with the Lord, it may be uh, with a devotional book. Or it may be the next day with a worship song, right? Um, or with scripture the next day, or just laying on your face. Yeah, and that's so key because a lot of people feel like it has to look one way. And usually for me, where it starts is I, you know, I take time and I ask the Lord like what it is that He wants me to hear or or just receive at that time. And so sometimes it is worship. Like today I was sharing with you this morning. Um, it was different. Like I listened to my audio Bible and, and each day I'm very just like, I kind of just stop 
and I, and I kind of feel like, what do I need today? Right. And so sometimes it's worship. Sometimes it's sitting down reading my Bible. Sometimes it's sitting down reading a book. Sometimes it's listening to this. Sometimes it's doing this. And, but it's learning to kind of allow those nudgings of the Lord to direct what it is he wants you to receive. And I know most people are probably like falling over in their seats. Like you don't read so many verses. You don't, da, 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 da. you don't, da, da, da. check mark, check mark. Check yeah. Mark. And I'm like, no, I don't. Because as you grow in the Lord, you find out that like God's teaching us things like all the time. And so if I'm only focused on like one thing and one method, you know, I tell people, I'm like, to put into perspective, I'm like, what if every time you hung out with your friend, you did all the same exact steps, like every single time, like, would that be fun? No, no. And, and we don't put into perspective with the Lord. The Lord's like, could we like go outside and go play? You know, he's probably <laughs> like, there's things I want to go show you. We're like, no, Jesus, <laughs> we've got to get through so many verses today. And he's like, you're boring. Yeah. And are you going to know what those verses said when you're finished? Yes. Because, you know, I love the the plans about reading the Bible through the year. Mm -hmm. But I had to stop because I found myself just pushing through. Okay, I've got to read two chapters today before I get up. Wow. And then by the time I got through it, I had the little check mark. Mm Mm-hmm but I didn't remember what I had read. Yeah. And to me, it's like, it miss it's we're like missing the point, but we checked our box, you know, and I've known people, don't get me wrong. I'm not against, cause like I have somebody that I know right now is reading through the Bible, yeah, but hasn't it's good. finished it in a year. It didn't, it, I think we're on, I don't know what year she's on at this point of just like continuing through, but God told her like, I want you to read through scripture. And so she's been reading like through it and taking time taking to like time. take it in and it's been neat the conversations because i love being like what book are you in what's god saying you know and experiencing all of that you know in her process um going with her like through what it is that she's hearing and receiving from the lord and so i've enjoyed that a lot like just journeying with her as she's going through and so so many of us, I think, don't get to fully experience everything that God says because we feel confined within a certain box. And as we grow in the Lord and we learn to hear from him and to know whether it's worship that day or just to be still or to weep or to focus on gratitude or to read a book or to, and I know some people right now are like, I'm so overwhelmed. You're throwing out so many options. And I'm really more throwing out the options of for us to break out of the the box, the mold, the being confined, to move more into um, a space of being like, oh, so you mean that I can do whatever and like receive um, different things and experience different things? And I'm like, yes, you can. You don't have to stay um, within this one little space with the Lord that we can move, um, outside of that. And, and so, you know, most people I'm sure right now are like, well, where do I start Joanna? You know, I'm like, stop and just pray and ask, ask God, you know, there's a book of the Bible to start with, you know, cause it's always great if this is our first time, you know, to start with the gospels or for some to start in Genesis. Um, but as we've grown, I think some of us need to step outside 
and you know maybe it's a book in conjunction with some scripture uh, and I'm talking about all different books I read leadership books I read counseling books because God's often teaching us so many different things that he wants us to know and understand in so many different capacities um, but we can find him to the like this idea of how we think things should be and what they should look like and so one of the things I was sharing with you before was I know that and I know this as a counselor, we can fall into monotony. And like you were saying, yes. like you were just going through the verses and we can fall into monotony of hearing the same verse all the time, which just like, you know, which can have benefits when they're positive verses through different times. But even that, I think sometimes God wants to take us to the next level with the verse or teach us something new about it. But when we're reading like the same version, doing the same thing all the time, like, we miss out on experiencing a lot of the different things that I feel like God wants to teach us for us to really understand more of his heart and see the whole picture. So the time in our prayer, really the goal is to connect with the Lord, hear his heart, grow in our friendship with him, grow nearer to him, follow his leading and what that looks like. Because like I've shared through different seasons, it's been different things. Um, I, I love sharing this because it freaks everybody out. But like my season of like, the Lord told me not to pick up my Bible. And I was like, they're right. going to cast me out of the church. <laughs> and, but I know for me, it was like a cleanse in my mind from hearing all the, just the same stories, the same stuff, the same stuff, the same stuff. And so I spent that time reading devotionals and books and a lot of different things that God like, and then he had me come back and read my Bible and he told me to read it in a different version. And I was like, they're really going to cast me out of the church. <laughs> like, Jesus, you gotta be careful. They're not going to like me anymore. But then I saw, oh my gosh, like his word came alive. I could see so much clearer because during that time he broke off a lot of the um, wrong core things inside of me. So I could see more clearly and receive from him at my time of just like reading and prayer and things like that. And the reading in a different version, the monotony was gone. The verses sounded different. They came alive in a different way. Right. And then I could, as time has gone on now, I can bounce between different versions and I hear and see different things. And it broke me out of just the same old, the same old, the same old, just like that repeated pattern over and over again. And I think when we are able to break out of a pattern like that, we have the freedom to really connect better with God. Yes. Um, we, we can hear from him in a different way or hear from him, period, if we're not just trying to check off uh, a box. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that plans, you know, are bad. Plans are no. great. And reading with somebody else is great. But um, it's good to kind of investigate in your prayers and, and talk to the Lord and see what he shows us. Yeah, because there are times that there are plans. Like I've read through plans. I've gone through oh, stuff. Yeah. But it's it's when that's the only thing. That's always what we do. Always the same thing. Right. It's always got to be. It's all, you know, and I'm like, whoa, like you might be missing something when you're stuck to the same thing yes. all the time. This is how it has to look like. This is what I have to do, you know? And it's just like, nobody can connect in real, real relationship, like in real life, like that. No, I mean, it's like robots or something. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody likes a friend who's always like, now we have to go to this coffee shop 
and we have to do this one thing and we have to walk this many steps, you know, and it, now I'm sure a lot of people are laughing and are like, oh my gosh, that is how I treat God. Like I do treat him like that. And it's like, yeah. And God's out of the box. He's not into being confined by that. And the goal of our prayer time in those five minutes, or as they grow, like I know for me right now, it isn't five minutes anymore. It's way past that. Um, I won't give the number because I want to intimidate everybody, but, um, (laughs) but it's grown so much past that in my time with him and growing in relationship is become say so vivid, filled with so many colors of just like seeing and understanding different aspects of God. And I'm glad that like I broke out of the mold in a rebel. Um, cause it wasn't like anybody directed me to do this. I just, you know, as I, I grew in hearing the Lord start to feel him when I would sit down and he'd start directing my time into like different books and scripture and worship and this, and I would weave in and out of like all sorts of things. And then I was like, wow, like creation does declare your glory. Like you are everywhere. There's so many aspects of you in different parts that I get to experience and understand. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Um, And then it makes me sad for all the other people who live in monotony. (laughs) Right. But, and I know you said you didn't want to be intimidating. Um, And but we can start with five. Yes. We can start with five if we if we haven't started already. And it will grow because the more you connect with the Lord, the more you want to connect with him. Yes. And that is so true. Um, so true. Because where I stand now, the t- you know, like we started out talking in the beginning is that... Um, we don't want people to feel this demand of so many hours, so many minutes, but we want people to grow in their relationship with God in their prayer time. And, and it does start out to five and then ends up being 15 and 20. And before you know it, you're hitting an hour because it's just like any person that you're spending time with and you're enjoying as you're growing in that relationship. You want to spend more time. You're like, gosh, I want to hang out with you five days a week, you know? That you just enter into the space of enjoyment. And that's what God desires of us is our heart and our affection. And he knows that it's not just going to instantly be three hours tomorrow because right. he's going to be like, you don't know me. And I get that. But just come, like start getting to know me. And that's what our prayer life should be like, that coming and starting to get to know God, starting to experience him, starting to connect with him. And this is where our heart, as we go out from, you know, as we go deeper into the series, starts. It starts with God's heart, having his heart. And one of the things I was sharing as we were preparing, and I feel like now I'm supposed to bring this in, is demanded holiness. And God does not desire that of us. He desires for us as we would any person. The more we spend time with them, we begin to be transformed in that process. And so as we go out, as we start to take our prayer life outside of our prayer closet or a car or a bedroom or a living room or in the back room or wherever it might be, that he has transformed us, that our instant reaction is his heart. Mm. And he wants us to start bringing that outside and start, and start carrying his heart into the things that we do. Because 
one of the things like I was sharing with you and the Lord had shown me this morning is how much people live in demanded holiness. Like this idea of like, well, I just got to do the right thing. But none of them wants, no part of them wants to do it. Right. They They're, feel compelled. Yeah. Like they have to. Yeah, have to. And I'm like, that's not what the Lord's asking for. He's asking, he says, if you love me, then obey my commands. And so it comes out of this place of love, of spending time with God, understanding his heart. And then our reactions start to be his reactions because we start to understand his heart more and more and more. And we grow in more understanding. And so it's about growing a relationship. That's where our prayer time starts is growing in relationship with God. And this is where I encourage people. I'm like, you just got to show up. You just got to start coming. And sometimes it starts in silence because we're a little hesitant because we haven't right. hung out with them before. Right. And then it, it grows and we start to hear his voice and we start to read things and a scripture comes alive and then it starts to apply to our life. And then we start to see it with other people and, and it just like, it becomes, it's just like tsunami is what I picture just starting to overtake all different areas of our life. We never get to partake in that if we don't slow down. And, and really have that face-to-face -face connection with him. So, so friend, what does your prayer life look like? <laughs> it, um, it's different every day. Well, you have more freedom in your day. I do. I do. And, and some days it's um, when I'm out walking the dogs. Mm. And some days it's, well, this was more of when I had, you know, other responsibilities. Sometimes being in the shower was my prayer time. Mm -hmm. I had those years. <laughs> um, driving is prayer time. Um, and then I have a prayer board. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just like to, to sit in front of it or kneel in front of it and, and be reminded of prayers mm. that, that need to be prayed and that have been answered. Yes. Um, but it's, it's different every day. And uh, I, I like that freedom. Well, and I know for myself, it's in this season, it's a lot of just sewing down and hearing from the Lord about my process. And then the other part is um, hearing him for the different areas that he's called me to in my life. And so much of my time is spent in the morning um, of just being quiet and being still and just taking in. And sometimes I'm reading a book or my Bible or worship. Um, and it usually continues into as I'm getting ready um, right. in the morning. And so it's just a lot of it's just my morning of just like in contemplation and connection with the Lord. And that's where much of it is right now. But in different seasons, like I shared and I've shared this before, there was a time where it was, you know, when my children were small, I said I had devotionals all throughout my house. So whenever I stopped moving, that's when we spent time <laughs> with Jesus that day. That's such a good idea, though. <laughs> yes, I had I literally I had one under my pillow in the bathroom in the living room in a basket, like they were just everywhere. And so wherever I stopped and I was in desperate need, you know, I'd pick one up. And then I've had seasons where it was at night after the kids went to bed and everybody mm -hmm. quieted down. And then now in this season, I'm a morning person and I'm up and it, it, it changes. And that's where I give people the freedom of, you know, of just take that time, whenever it is, and hedging out that time to connect and hear and for some because of their schedules it might just be their commute to work but it's just making sure you take time to slow down and to really connect with the lord and to hear his heart yes and you have to do what works for you because if you don't you will stop yes um 
I used to try to pray first things in first thing in the morning, I'd fall back to sleep. Right. So I wasn't getting much out of my prayer time. So it depends um, if you need to, like you said, have evening time. You might need to break it up during the day. Mm -hmm. Um, But you need to do what works for you so that you will continue it. Yes. And that's what the most and the most important thing of all of it is, is connecting with the Lord. Um, and having that time of connection. And so, um, so I hope each person was encouraged um, this week to just kind of take the opportunity to just start. And thank you for joining us too as we continue yes. through our 2355. Um, and we're excited as we continue our series next week. Um, and feel free to check out the website, joinusnow.com. Um, you can also download our app. And remember, connection makes us stronger.